You're listening to Heavy Breather. This is Heavy Breather on X-Ray FM. Yeah. We keep getting the, the, the messages from, from the guy, the, from the from the higher up saying that they want to talk to us. Yeah, we don't know what it's about. We keep getting vaguely threatening emails from the uh, the board members and, uh, you know, volunteers, just people, random people on the streets. Uh, uh, there's a lot of, I know where you live. Right. Yeah, we find you know. weird, uh, you know, dead animal carcasses, uh, you know, on our doorsteps, stuff like that. This is just some foreboding yeah. messages. I see you hanging out at the Arby's. Every time I drive by the Arby's on uh, 82nd, I see you over there. You see Fair me enough. enough. <laughs> they see me. They see me there. <laughs> they, they're keeping tabs. Yeah. So anyway, this maybe we'll move to a later later time or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll who, see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? We're just. Uh, I mean, they've just, they've tried to push us later, and we used to get mad at them and say, "No, we don't want to go later." But I, no, I don't care. Now we're at a point where we've given up enough. Yeah, it's that that feeling of caring about things is yeah. it's like sloughed off us like uh, like a grease. Yeah, the only things I care about are, are my parasites inside my body. I've been I've been raising and caring for them those you know in my intestines for the last fifteen years, and I just I worry about them. Yeah, they like salty stuff, so you got to eat a lot of a lot of, a lot of jerky and salted meats and. Sar- oh, I do. sardines and stuff you gotta keep them happy you don't want an yeah. unhappy parasite they fester i want them to fester right you know i want them to fester the right way yeah everyone wants their parasites to to swarm and fester and uh yeah. propagate because otherwise then they start you know they start searching for other snacks all throughout your body you know they start going through your bloodstream <laughs> you know getting down into your legs and stuff like this yeah as long as you can keep them localized in your like you know in your intestinal area then your yeah. your pancreas and your other you know delicious organ meats are safe because as soon as they start to wander off they're just gonna you know start going to town on on your spleen yeah it's like that tom hanks movie uh deep vein thrombosis mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah where he goes where he gets shrunk shrunk down and then he goes and he's got a uh you know, he, he gets shrunk down and he gets, goes inside of his friend's body to, to to heal his cancer. But along the way, he meets a parasite that he falls in love with. And then they, you know, they make love and they breed and they, they, they create a new race of, of half man, half uh, tapeworm. You it's, know, that's beautiful. It's and then a, they forget the guy just dies of cancer because they, they're just, you they know, get, there's they so much distracted. lovemaking going on. It's a sequel to, to Big. He goes back to the, to the, yeah. the, the the fortune telling machine and he, he makes a wish to to be shrunk down into his friend's bloodstream yeah uh, this time though he does not he does not make love to an, a, to to an older woman to an older woman as a, he is not a, she's no longer a child making love to an adult yeah the, the critics yeah. really didn't like that movie because of that yeah. it got really bad reviews nobody's ever heard of it deep vein thrombosis yeah it's it just, great it was panned you know roger ebert wrote a scathing review he's just like yeah. there's no from the grave there's no ch- <laughs> the child does not make love to an adult in this movie. His ghost came out. I'm just going to watch Big again. He haunted the living living boop out of uh out of the theaters. Watch that movie. Right Ebert died. They both they're both dead. Oh yeah, they're both they're yeah. they're long dead. God bless them. Their bones are scattered. Yeah. It's not not really a cremation. It was just kind of a pull the bone pieces apart and throw them like a wishbone like you and I would like at the funeral we would grab a piece of his leg and pull on it. Mm-hmm. Does a does a Roger Ebert have a wishbone? I'm sure. You it's think? his rib cage. It's just his rib cage? Yeah, speaking of which, 
speaking of rib cage, the, you know, this <clears throat> I didn't have very much money for presents for my kids, and I and I was like, so what I did was this is really great. You can do this next year. I saved all the bones from all the meat that we ate, and I made a dollhouse for my daughter. You know, out of all the bones and rib cages of chickens and stuff like that, and th- she loved it. And she's constantly playing with with the with the dolls, you know, and showing her friends. That's so nice. You gotta just it's very nice. You gotta, you know, when times are tough, you gotta make make do with what you have. Yeah, if the gloves don't fit. You must acquit. <laughs> it's the same. The same premise. The same idea. Right? Either you think he was saying when he was thinking of that, he was like, he's like, if the gloves are too tight. It ain't right. No, that's not. That's not. If the gloves don't go on, you move along. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's that's not easy. I like, saying it to his wife right before. I like the the too tight one. That actually yeah. speaks to me more. If the gloves are too tight. It's so right. <laughs> if the gloves are too tight, then I lock myself in my room for forty eight hours. <laughs> you know, if the gloves are too tight, I pour gravy on my chest. Yeah, I film that myself. Kind of Rolling around in maple syrup, yeah, etc. That was in a uh, part two of the OJ, OJ story. Mm-hmm. The, the part where it's like it's like OJ's free, and then they they follow Johnny Cochran, and then it's like another hour movie. You're like, why is this continuing on? It's about his like creepy weird glove <laughs> fetish that he's got now. Yeah, it just keeps going. He's like getting more and more obsessed. Yeah. He's like, I gotta find. I'm a, I gotta find the tightest glove I've ever found in my life. What is the tightest glove? Where can I find the tightest glove? He's just searching from, from one glove store to the next, going across. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Pardon? It's not tight yeah. enough. I wanted to uh, oh, to cut off my blood circulation. Yeah. Johnny Cochran in the too tight glove, part three, glove starring Macaulay Culkin, Tom Hanks. Uh, Harvey Keitel, uh, Sally Struthers. Harvey Keitel um, plays the the tight glove. Yeah, he plays he plays the child. He plays the baby. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Johnny Cochran's pregnant with Harvey Keitel. It's beautiful. There's a 20 minute birth scene <laughs> with like Beethoven's seventh blaring through the theater. Yeah, everyone's crying. Yeah, it's like one of those like <laughs> like in the fifties when they'd they make a movie and they they spray people with stuff like it, when it happened on yeah. the screen it was like that but for the yeah. the birthing scene so it was, you know there's a lot of uh, yeah afterbirth and it's beautiful stuff spraying around get in touch get in touch with uh, nature it's trying it's like a nature it's a uh, they have um what's his face narr- narrating it uh. What's what's his name? The Life of Birds. Yeah, G- Jimmy Attenborough. As <laughs> we go, as Tom Hanks is delivering uh, Harvey Keitel's uh, body onto the table, notice the blood moving down, liquid flowing like a river into the pan. <laughs> I could do this all night. Uh, sorry. No, thank you. The other, the other thing I was thinking about was. Uh, you know, everyone's t- going on about it, Elon Musk and how good he is and all this kind yeah. of stuff. People it's like, oh, he's people love him. They love him. He's going to go to space. He dates that young Grimes girl. He's doing all this cool stuff. He's uh, throwing tantrums. You know, he's he's got that cool car that it's got the you know, it's got good air conditioning. I don't know what the car does really. To be honest with you, people have already forgotten that he uh, cu- uh, he accused that hero of being a pedophile because he, oh, yeah. he was mean to him. 
He was mean to him. He's like, you're a pedophile for no reason. That's his, that's his, uh, he lashes out. That's how he lashes out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. Anyway, he's a, he's a like, billionaire look, and he's just like a petulant child on Twitter all day. Yeah. Look, I get it. You made a cool car. Look, it, it's not that cool. Why don't you use some of that money? Why don't you make a car that has a child, that a barrier that goes between you and your children from the front seat to the back seat so you don't have to listen to them? That's a good Why idea. You think, think of that, you know? How about Because that's what I want. How about a car that has a toilet in it? Just the front seat yeah. is just a a toilet and it's got a flushing mechanism. That's, sounds nice. A little bidet. Sounds nice. And there's food too, so you could eat too. Yeah, it's like a feeding tube that you can insert yeah. into your mouth or just uh you know, put it down your throat if you don't want to bother chewing. Yeah. I want a car that'll uh that'll just you, you fall asleep and your kids are in back and it takes you straight to the firehouse and it just and it shoves them there and they, they you know, they get put up for adoption. Yeah. It, it just it just makes a, like a homing signal towards the nearest what, safe yeah. harbor or whatever they call it when you, yeah. you can drop off your, your baby. Drop off your babies. Your fourteen-year-old baby boy. <laughs> this is my baby. Or like the other one, I thought I was like, why don't they make child handcuffs? Like they're really safe and they're nice. You know, they they fit nice and they're they're fluffy and they feel good. But you know, when you're going somewhere and you you, you got to go into the grocery store and you could handcuff them to the uh, bike rack mm-hmm. so you could get some shopping done in peace. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's kind of the next logical step from the those uh, the leashes that they already make. Yeah. Right. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're already treating just, All you have to do Is just make it look fun Like oh look It's f- cute and fun You know And there's like Maybe an iPod Attached to it mm-hmm. iPad And it's like Has like cute Fun games going on And everyone's like Oh that's that's okay Yeah this is nice This is uh, innovation Yeah it's not This is disrupting the, the handcuff industry Yeah Yeah and, and then again today I couldn't stop thinking About the uh, I, I got reminded of Those uh those tiny fish that 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 uh, you give you a pedicure, you know, you bring your girlfriend, you dump your girlfriend off at that place, you know, you, you kick her through the door and she's in there, and next thing you know, she, she's being strapped down, and her feet are in that pond, and there's those fish that are eating away at all of her feet, you know, to make her feet look beautiful, mm-hmm. or your boyfriend, it doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> kick him through the door. Yeah, just uh, you, you you just shove your feet into like a like a a pan, a rusty metal pan that's full of fish. Yeah, I'll put my whole body in there, though. Yeah, just, I want my whole, all, all the dead skin. I even think my feet yeah. are the only places that have dead skin on them. No, it's yeah. it's everywhere. They would be attracted to me because of all the fat fast food that I eat. Mm-hmm. You know, they would really be attracted to me. They'd be jumping, they would probably jumping try to get out of the through. pan. Trying to, they'd probably try to get into the pores. They'd find a pore they could crawl through. <laughs> <laughs> Lay their eggs in me. I would be the host to a beautiful a swarm uh, fish fish are swarms right yeah so a swarm of fish yeah a, fe- a festering a murder, swarm a murder of fish a, a fester of fish yeah uh, you know those things have got to be worth money you could probably make a living off of that just yeah. just uh, excreting these little fish and then you sell them to the pedicure store yeah, these came out of my body. Now they're gonna eat your 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 customers' uh, feet <laughs> f- stuff. <laughs> give me, oh, give me you twenty these? bucks. These came out of my body, lady. <laughs> I look at her straight in the eye, and the look of fear is in her eyes, and she just gives me the money. Yeah, she's like, here. She's worried. Give me twenty bucks. I'll go yeah. down to fifteen. We can haggle. Yeah. And then you just beeline to Arby's. Yeah. So you can yeah, lock lock myself in the bathroom and do this show. Keep your skin as gray as possible, so that you can you can excrete another batch. Yeah. 
I inspect the meat. They let me. They know me so well that I go back there and I, and I, I look and I see if there's any rainbow on the meat. And that's the stuff I eat. Where this is like that weird rainbow film yeah. on, the, on the roast beef. I love that. Yeah, that's you know that that's it's good. It's like an oil slick. Yeah, I want the meat to sell smell a little sour, a little vinegary, yeah. and I want to see that that rainbow sheen. Yeah, and then I just slurp it down like a noodle. And I just and then I go into the I go in the the. Uh, you know, in the, the dining room, and I and I have the Bible, and I read read uh, Gideon's Bible mm-hmm. or, or any kind of Bible. You, you know, First Testament, Second, Third. I don't give a dude which testament. <laughs> give, give me give me any testament. Fifth Testament, I'll read it out loud. People gather around me. Yep, you you consecrate the 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 beef wafers and turn them into into the body of Christ. Yeah, yeah. You can turn anything into the body of Christ. You can do you know. Get up here and take a bite. Like a priest just holds out a, a sandwich, an RB sandwich, yeah. and he says, the body of Christ, and everyone just comes up and takes a, a bite out of it. You know? Right. The only reason they use communion wafers is because they're cheap. And they, it's cheap. And they, you know, it's just they, they're just trying to you know, find a bargain, basically. Yeah. And, cause they, it's, the gruel, it's the gruel of religious uh, food. Yeah. So if you want to go to like a fancy church where they're, you know, they're treating you right, where you're, you're, yeah, you're paying shrimp, you're paying a little bit extra. Yeah, you get to body of Christ is like a uh, like a nice shrimp cocktail. S- scampi. <laughs> they do a butterfly. They do a scampi. You know, you can order a, which kind of shrimp you want. You get like the yeah butterfly. You have your own priest. You go in and it's like just you and it, look. I, I don't want to be with a bunch of other people. I just want it to be me and a priest doing the whole thing. And at the end, he puts a shrimp scampi in my mouth. Yeah, it's basically yeah. got red lobster and like a waiter comes up, yeah. but the waiter is the priest and he, he takes your order and then he does the whole thing, and feeds you, yeah. feeds me. And then at the end, he puts his, his his you know his index finger on my on my lips and says, "Shh, you know I know everything's gonna be okay." He's like, "God's watching." God's watching this right now. He he's, sees every move you make. It's like that Sting song. No sudden moves. Except we're, we're in an Arby's bathroom and I'm a priest and it's you and me. <laughs> and I have shrimp that I, we've snuck in here. And we're doing a Catholic uh, mass. The churches should be more like restaurants. You like, come in, you, s- you sit down, you say, yeah, I'll have the, uh, you know, the, 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 the fettuccine, the body of Christ. <laughs> I want, I, you know, I'm in the mood for some some lobster. Yeah. And you have a whole meal. You stuff yourself full. You know, it's like a big. It's not just look. I want to get full off the body of Christ. Yeah, I'm hungry for clam. I want clam meat, but I want it also to be the body of Christ. Yeah, I want to be uncomfortable. I want to feel uncomfortable and have to take tums afterwards. <laughs> the tums could, is, they could that could be the body of Christ. It could too. be the body of Christ. But I just remember always when we would the mass when he would say it, he'd be like the body of Christ. The way he'd say it, it was so like foreboding and ominous, you know, so macabre, so weird. I was like, there's something wrong with these people. There's something seriously wrong. And then it, sure vibes. enough, you hear about you hear about all this stuff. Oh, here's another thing that I want to talk about. You know, I I, I kind of felt weird about like talking about how like. You know, Japanese people have like, you know, maybe people think I'm being racist about Japanese people because they want to eat weird stuff and they, they whatever. And then I, you know, we talked about it on the show before. I was like, I hope nobody like, you know, because I don't really think that. But then today, you know, the news, uh, in the news, they were talking, uh, basically the uh, Japanese have reversed their, um, their, you know, their, their, their uh, role in whaling. Now they're, they're just going to commercially whale now. They're just gonna go for it. They don't care. Really? How creepy is that? Yeah, that seems not good. 
It's not good. They've always kind of just done it though, right? Like even though it was illegal, yeah, I think they've always done it. It, there, like, it wasn't like enforced. So there's. Always- I guess what's the difference between eating a cow and a whale? I mean, where, the whales just seem they just they're pretty. They're, you know, they're endangered. I think they're also extremely intelligent. Cows are idiots. I, I, I get hungry when I drive by a pasture and I see a cow. I, I mean, like the salivation is everywhere. It's frying all the electronics in my car. That's how hungry I get. Cows basically want to to be eaten. You know, when they you- run to the slaughterhouse when they get when they when you see when they see the other cows being slaughtered. They run. They try to get in in, in front. Yeah, there's like the the like conveyor belt that's going up into the machine that you know, puts a bolt <laughs> into their brain, and they have to slow yeah. the cows down because they're. Yeah. They're crowding each other, trying to get the bolt. Trying to get to the bolt. They want that bolt. <laughs> they love it. You know, they have to be they like, love it. Take, wait, you know, wait your turn, cow. Wait your turn. You're going to yeah. get the bolt. Don't worry. I want to be hamburger meat. <laughs> Whales on the other hand, they don't want it. They don't want that. But I don't know. People, you know, talk about boycott. I mean, I mean, we should just boycott all these countries. I, I would hope people boycott America. You know, people get mad when, when it's like, oh, boycott Israel because of the, the way they treat the, the government's treating Palestinians. It's like, oh, you hate Jews. Like, what are you talking about? Look, I, you should boycott America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the we're the worst. Boy, I don't say you hate Catholics, <laughs> even though I do. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. What's what's the number one religion here? I'm going to guess it's Catholicism or Presbyterian or some some real kinky like Presbyterianism or something. Yeah. Methodist. It's almost it's almost a oh Methodist. That's like almost like a fetish. It's <laughs> not even like a religion. Yeah, they're a bunch of creeps. I don't really get exactly. I don't know actually know the difference between any of these. Don't get me started on Luther, Lutherans. It's that that religion's weird. Get your your Lutherans, your 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 yeah, your Presbyterians. It's like a it's like Holy Mountain. Like you gotta like right when you get into the door, you gotta you gotta step inside of a a, a, a horse carcass mm-hmm. and like in and have and eat eat a sandwich inside of it. That's like the first thing you do. Yeah, you have to explode a bunch of frogs uh, in a in a like little mock up of an Aztec temple. Do you remember in like 2005 when when every Tumblr had to have uh, some pictures from Holy Mountain? Oh yeah, it was like uh, people were obsessed because it was like people were obsessed. It was like before the internet had really saturated yeah. like every weird thing that ever had been created. Now you can just see it. Uh, yeah. You know, you go to cnn.com and you can see like you know some yeah. psychedelic imagery of a, a man being submerged in, in red glue and. There's a flaming city behind him. But at the time, you know, you see Holy Mountain, and that was kind of it. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, hey, hey folks, if you if you want to see a, a movie with extreme animal cruelty, check out Holy Mountain by, uh, by uh, uh, what's his face? Dostoevsky. Yeah. Uh, Almodovar. Al, al, what's his al, name? Al, Alejandro. Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. Uh, yeah, it's got the aforementioned exploding frog scene. Yeah. It's, got, it's just it's just every scene has got some kind of animal that's being you know tortured to death. Be like, but it's genius. I mean, it is a really beautiful, interesting movie. You know, what movie I just saw that was pretty mind blowing, and I, I don't say this very often is uh, the favorite. Oh, I loved that movie. I could I could not believe how good that movie yeah, was. I was like dying. I was like, this is probably one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite movie of the year. It was so beautiful, so good, and so hilarious and weird and creep. And the the woman from uh. Uh, that actress is mind blowing oh, yeah. from she, that Mitchell and Webb look, yeah, which is an amazing show. She was on British show, Peep Show. She's been on a ton of stuff. Yeah, um, she's been Peep Show too. You're right. Yeah, that's right. God, what is her name? I'm totally brain. No, no, not Peep Show. Uh, Snuffbox. No, no, Peep Show. Peep Show. She was on Peep Show. She was like, yeah, she was one of his coworkers, I think. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what she's on Peep Show. She's the coworker, and it's like their awkward relationship. Yeah, or whatever. Totally. So good. Um, yeah, she's amazing. 
Robert Zemeckis. You gotta hand it to him. Olivia. Basically, basically the favorite is uh, Back to the Future Two, Three. <laughs> Olivia four. Coleman is her name. She's awesome. Olivia Coleman, hero. We're gonna go back in time. Beep, 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 beep. That's a constantly playing that keyboard line. that's going through the movie. It's like these <laughs> people in powdered wigs. <laughs> beep, beep. The soundtrack is actually amazing. All that like weird. It's just like this like super repetitive cello pizzicato cello throughout the entire movie it's it's so crazy yeah oh who did the soundtrack someone did it it was um it's probably that 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 uh that guy that looks like macaulay culkin but he sings for radio radiohead probably that guy <laughs> i think it was him <laughs> or the guitar player they're, they're like i like the way you look yeah it makes me uncomfortable people love that radio legs band they do they go, makes they me go nuts for it I did. I kind of liked the soundtrack that what's his name did for Suspiria. Did you see that one? For what? Suspiria, the remake. Oh no, I didn't see it. Tommy York, he did the soundtrack. Did he? Little Tommy York. Little Tommy York did it. He's it's good. Just, it's just bongos. It's all in all bongos soundtrack. Yeah, him moaning. Just, just uh, <laughs> and you just hear like the TV in the background. It's like David Attenborough's very, it's life of birds. This is where the kookaburra he can make any sound, any bird, anything. You look, this is the sound of a drill. This is the sound of my mother in heat. That kind of stuff. Yeah, he sings a little bit on the soundtrack, which is not good. Don't sing. Oof. Don't sing in a movie yeah. soundtrack. All I hear is Radiohead, or I mean, uh, Coldplay. That's when I hear Radiohead. I know that the Radiohead Coldplay is trying to be Radiohead, but something switched. <laughs> something <laughs> happened. <laughs> you think so? I yeah. I don't. I can't do it. I appreciate some of it. I'll be honest. I hate everything. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. It doesn't matter. Look, unless you're Aerosmith, cream of the crop, creme de la creme. Yeah, no. Basically, everyone's just trying to to you know knock the king off the hill, which is Aerosmith, and it's just don't bother. Look, that drummer, that drummer. I want to see him make a movie. He'd probably (laughs) make a good one. I'd watch his home videos of him him and his family. Yeah, him doing cocaine in his dirty hot tub. Just uh, get drive it. around in his van with his buddy doing speed, <laughs> talking to each other about nothing. <laughs> Just like getting weird uh, rashes from yeah. the his like un his untreated yeah. hot tub water. Him looking around on Craigslist looking for uh, people getting rid of uh, medications. I'm getting rid of these. I got a box full of uh, medications and heart meds I don't use anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we can grind them up. I bet we can't. Did you see that they just like they found the the original Aerosmith van in the woods? Oh yeah, I love that. That's so cool. And it's just uh, rotting away. It's a metaphor for all of us. Yeah. It's like yeah. for my life. I, I re- I've never related to anything as much as I do with that that rotting yeah. van with like a. It's like a kind of uh, R. Crumb looking cartoon guy. Yeah. Never felt so alive. Never felt. I've never. I, I've never could relate to something so much more when I saw that rotting van in the woods. <laughs> I need to make. Up. I was like, I can really relate to this. It's like uh, my close encounters of the third kind. I'm like recreating it. And, you know, everything. I, I have yeah. to make a pilgrimage. Right. Your body shudders. Your body's just like be, be guided, guided towards that van in the woods. I have to go. I must see it. I must touch it. There's probably some cocaine underneath the the. Uh, Oh yeah, the seats. There's some cocaine yeah. residue, it, like uh, you know, on the dashboard or something. Like you yeah. just give it a good lick. There's probably a roach in there. Anyway, I'm just gonna think about that for a little while. Should we? Uh, should we take a break? 
yeah hey i just want to say thank you to uh some of the these patreon subscribers you know uh long-term patreon subscribers like uh, mia uh want to give you a huge shout out thank you so much for being a, a subscriber um marilyn we we uh we we shouted out uh another another patreon subscriber last week and we realized that you know well, there's a lot more that, that deserve to be shamed on yeah. the radio. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Jim, he just he just bumped up his his uh, from five to ten or a five to twenty. So, thank you so much. We love you guys. We don't I can't that. believe you guys. We don't. We're gonna do one this weekend. Actually, we got a big one saved up. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take uh, twice the amount of of. Uh, of uh, pancreas medication, yeah. We th- right before we do we it, we figure. You know, we did the math. We if we take X amount of uh, you know heart medication or whatever this expired pills. Sometimes we don't know what it is, and the show ends up being you know certain amount of good. Then if we take four times the amount of the medication, it's going to yeah. be four times as good a show. Marius and I only have one rule: don't take any yellow ones. Right. As long as they're blue, they're 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 pink. They're black. It doesn't matter. A, just no yellow. Some, the yellow ones, they just don't. Uh, something just doesn't sit well with my tummy. Sometimes I will. I I do a little loophole where I, I uh, you know, dip them into some food coloring. I, I uh, take yeah. a, I take a yellow one. And I put in some blue food coloring, and it turns kind of brown. And then I, you know, then I take it. Yeah, it's a little trick, a little life hack. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, let's take a little break. Uh, we'll be back. This, you're listening to Heavy Breather on X-Ray FM. See you in a minute.
Okay. We're back. We are back. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'd, I'd, I would much, I would, I, I can't sleep at night thinking about what, what, what do you think David Attenborough's got in his trash? Do you think, I think he's the type of person that, uh, he just has like a really giant trash can and he just doesn't take it out. And so it just, it's like kind of com- composting in, yeah. in his home and it's just creating the most uncanny odor and it just yeah. permeates. It's like seeping into the walls. He's, he's trying to create his own uh, ecosystem out of, out of that trash, and he's like, he's like, oh, it's like, and he's constantly narrating, you know. And his wife is like, he's like, and my wife is angry. She's she's mad because there's mold growing in the bathroom with the trash, the Taco Bell wrappers, you know. And he's just going, to, but he's constantly narrating it. But she also finds it kind of romantic, right? And and arousing, quite yeah, frankly. It's like one of those kind of love-hate things where it's like, yeah, she wants to, you know, she's infuriated by the, you know, the filth and the disease that is yeah. uh, riddling their home, but at the same time, uh, you know. It's, it's, she, it's, she's horny. Their love life is, uh, it's, it's incredible. never been better. Yep. What about Garrison Keillor's trash? I just picture opening it up and it's just like stuffed full of Taco Bell wrappers. It's all like spent poppers that you buy at a, yeah. At a, at a, like a at Spartacus sure. or whatever. Yeah, totally. He's like, they, they won't haul the trash away. They say it's too heavy. There's too much uh, metal in there. They won't take away my trash. It's all the, uh, the, uh, the uh, metal canisters. <laughs> have you ever done poppers? I, I have no idea what a popper is. <laughs> Me neither. I, I mean, I've heard I've, the name. I've seen I think it, it's something from the 60s. I've seen it in movies anywhere. where, they, yeah, it's like a little thing, and then they like... Schneid Schockschein. They smell yeah. it. Have you... Hey, uh, I, I'd like to invite all my guests for... Uh, here's this balloon full of nitrous oxide if anyone wants to take some. <laughs> right? That's when the show would get more interesting. Yeah. He uh, pulls out a little baggie of blow. He's like, look what I got. Is <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, let's gonna go in a K hole. Just all uh, yeah. the crazy drugs. He's got like a Hunter S. Thompson style briefcase. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, my favorite part about him though is that, like, you know, I feel like we willed it. His career was over mm-hmm. because he just basically was. He, he he leaned down. There was a woman at his work working on his show, and he he was just wanted to ask her a question. He just touched her shoulder, and she recoiled. Yep. From his touch, and that was enough for him just yeah, to just be me too. The dominoes just tumbled. just fell. It was like you know what? People were just waiting. They done. they needed to get rid of him. But that reminds me, like yeah. you know, people are going nuts for for Biden. Everyone loves Joe Biden, Uncle Joe Biden. They go crazy. Oh, he does the for same him. thing. He's a creepazoid. But the, yeah, there's footage of him. Yeah, creepy Uncle Joe. There's like a young girl, uh, and he he's like leaning into her face and like trying to kiss her cheek or something, and she yeah, yeah. recoils away from him, and she's got like kind of a smile frozen on her face because she's in front of cameras and everything. Yeah. And she, he smiles and he, he laughs so hard, and his dentures fall out into her mouth. <laughs> But he's dentures. He's been. He, he's known for his how, how hideous. He never cleans him. Those dentures, you know. He's a disgusting man, yeah. and it, it, he's a genuine creep. And I just don't understand why, why people like. Uh, you know, let's just let's let's pick the guy that doesn't smell yeah. women's hair and uh, make yeah, them let's make them rec- recoil from uh, you know, his yeah. weird advances. Let's, uh, you know, people think that uh, you know people always think you know like houses are haunted. But, you know. Articles of clothing can be, and his pants are haunted. Oh, definitely. He had a traumatic experience 
and those those pants are just you can see there's a, there's an apparition around his 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 lower body rustling rustling around in there in, in his 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 tidy whities he only wants one his pair dentures he's always trying to he's always pull that's the thing nobody ever talks about he's always pushing his dentures back into his his mouth it's disgusting or like when he he pulls them out of his his mouth and just starts uh Picking at them with like sucking with, at them with dental equipment. He's just like yeah. uh, scraping, scraping meat, you know, particles off of them. There's a whole YouTube of just him, and he's like showing you how to clean your dentures with uh, special dental equipment. He's just sitting there, and there's like really, you know, Mozart is playing in the background, and just the sound of like a uh, metal, uh, metal pick scraping dentures. Yeah, he explains how you, you know you you buy them from like a specialty, like you know. Only for professional dentists, he had to make a fake account, and uh, yeah. he made up a fake dentist persona so he could order all this special equipment. And he's got yeah, yeah. he's got like an office full of every every kind of pick and scraper yeah. and you know tongue depressor you can imagine. Dental dams, yeah. dental dams everywhere. Just hey hey who who doesn't like a fettuccine alfresco? <laughs> That's my Joe Bob Biden. He's like impersonation. He's like uh, he's like dead ringers, but for for yeah. for dental equipment, yeah. he, it's like his thing. He builds special yeah. uh, dentist equipment, custom yeah. made, just everywhere. You can't move through his house. He's like a hoarder of dental equipment. You go through his house, and it's just like it's it's his favorite thing to do on the bus on the campaign trail. He's just like, all right, who wants their teeth cleaned? <laughs> just in nervous interns are like submitting. Yeah, please again, their teeth are all bleeding. You know, they've been cleaned so many times by his dirty equipment that he's just constantly shoving. People are sleeping and he just goes, he sneaks up on you and next thing you know, he's like, you know, and you wake up and he's working on your teeth and he's, he's you know, he's smiling and his dentures just fall right onto your face. Yep. And they're like, look, I, I want to be, you know, co-chair of uh a, you know, some committee on the, the DNC. So this is just what you got to do. You have yeah. to submit to this, to the, the Biden dental yeah, regimen. Dental plan. Yeah. He's a cool guy. <laughs> the other th- cool thing that he does is uh, p- that people like is he just goes up behind people with a vape pen and he sticks it in their mouth. <laughs> and then you, you just start sucking away at that vape pen, you know, because he's so cool. You, and also you're nervous. Yeah, you get nervous. I mean, he's he's you know, a rich, powerful man. He could he could definitely make you disappear if you wanted to. And he's strong, you know. He, he that grip when he gets you, and that pen goes down your throat. Yeah, there's nothing you can do but but inhale. He has, he has a horse like muscular, uh, you know, physique. It's it's like rippling muscles. Yeah. You see, I mean, he basically gallops with every step he takes. I would like to see him win a vape contest. Yeah, I want him to do like cool ones. I like when they make the giant rings that you like jump through and stuff I want yeah him, him me to too do that. i want him to do that but he would but he would be riding a, a like a miniature pony and he would jump through like that mm-hmm. while eating while eating a uh, subway sandwich yeah it'd be cool to do like a rascal you could like incorporate yeah. a rascal into your your vape routine that'd be cool you drive it through you make like a little little like tunnel that it goes through yeah <laughs> you can make like you vape and it turns into like uh grocery store aisles and you like you know you, and it goes through it. You you pick up your your uh, Kool Aid and stuff. He's getting Doritos and stuff. <laughs> be cool. cool Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, you're buying your yeah your your uh, your onion dip and yeah. your giant bag of M and M's. Bury him with that. 
when he dies, they're going to bury him with that, that rascal. They're just going to lower him and his golden rascal down there. Yeah. He'll have his dent, kick his dental equipment down in there with him. <laughs> God bless him. His beloved rascal. Yeah. It, yeah. They're not, there's not going to be enough room for dirt. They're just going to bury no, him. No, he's going to have to. Yeah. It's just going to be like metal on top of him. Just piles just of stench. will be, will go for miles. <laughs> These rancid, uh, weird scrape, scraping that metal. Smell? What is that smell? Look, God bless him. I hope he lives forever. I hope he he, he never stops living. You know, it's just it's it's just uh, you know he's just a pile of of of, of nerve endings. Yeah, I want to you know pain. I, I you, you want him to if you ever no, like I, I you know look I have, look I don't want any, I don't want no ill will against that that man. I'm sure he he, he he probably means to do his best. You know, Marius and I have a very specific and different view of the world. You know, and it's mainly negative, but. Also, I think that, that, you know, I think, I think, you know, I, I, yeah, I think the problem is, is like once you're a politician, you know, to a certain extent, especially a Democrat or a Republican, you just, you know, you lose sight, you lose track. If you're, if you're like a 90 year old man, just don't tr- like smell 20 year old women's hair and like make them look, he's, he's, look he's not 90. Marius, he's not, he's 87. He's an 87-year-old man. I, I honestly, though, I don't know how you could look at this footage of him doing this stuff and not be uh, made uncomfortable. Like, this is... Look, look. No, no, no. Marius, that's the thing. You can smell people's hair. If you don't touch them, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Look, I think for just an average citizen, by all means, go ahead. But if yeah. you're, you have cameras in front of you... Uh, don't uh, you know? Try and smooch the the smooth yeah. forehead of a, a young person and uh, make them inch away from you. It, it the good thing about him though is he's, he has uh, his chest and his back; it's all translucent, <laughs> and you can when he takes his shirt off. This is why he's a beautiful lover, as you can see his organs pulsating and moving around. <laughs> you know, and you know, men and women find him extremely attractive, and they're always wanting to, you know, see what is you know as long as it is pancreas and yep. his. Uh, yeah, he has a rare condition, and all of his organs are actually loose in his body, yeah. so they're just sloshing around in there. So when he's in the throes of passion, it's they're just yeah. like slipping and sliding around in slipping there. Slipping and sliding. And they objectify his organs, you know. And he says, look, I, I get it. I have a humongous kidney. <laughs> but I just would like for you to not constantly be talking about it yeah like, it's just my body let's focus on my my personality that yeah. you know like let's talk about how great a person i am how mm-hmm. how i smell people's hair look i i, I get it you want to see my pancreas secrete <laughs> constantly secreting you know and the way that it secretes is is uh you know tantric yeah it's, erotic it's you know it's it is excreting uh it, it's excretions in a way that is undeniable, you know. It's like that Ario Speedwagon song, excreting excretions, excreting your excretions. It's got to be an Ario Speedwagon song. Yeah, it's got that really cool drum solo in it. Yeah, they do. Uh, you know, the the turntablists use it. They they beat juggle it. Yeah, it's cool. It's the original. It's like the Eagles. That one Eagles song that everyone does. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's not. It's Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. I'm getting riled up thinking about them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. I'm gonna have to put put some of that on the hi-fi. Yeah. Turn the speakers towards the the walls. So they face the my wall, my yeah. neighbor. The neighbors and turn it up to to twelve. And I just want them to enjoy it. I, I'm selfless. Like I I want to listen to the music, but I'd rather they get to enjoy it. So I'm gonna yeah. just turn the speakers towards the wall. Yeah. And they get to absorb it. 
you have every light on in your house. Yeah. They could see uh, you have uh, bridges over Madison County on a couple of TVs on. <laughs> yeah, they're like slightly out of time, so it's like a weird yeah. kind of bouncing <laughs> delay. Clint Eastwood, 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 Eastwood. <laughs> right, he's in that, right? Oh, yeah. He's, Marilyn Streep. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he takes off his shirt and he's got a beautiful hairless chest. Yeah. He, he nares it on screen. He just puts that lotion on it and the hair just kind of falls off yeah. into a little mushy pile. It's like that scene where, where it's like you're in space and it starts going down towards Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> and then it goes into the, like, you know, then you see the Earth and you see the, you know, yeah. the, the United States and it keeps going, it keeps going, but then it goes and then, but it skips the United States and it goes into his chest and you see all of a sudden you see his hair hairless chest yeah it just zooms and then zooms into one of his pores and it just yeah. keeps keeps going into his meat that's a nice thought yep yeah it's like the beginning of the the burbs that's how that movie starts it zooms in oh yeah yeah I haven't seen that in a long time it's a good one the other one that I like is uh is the suburbs with uh Belushi and Aykroyd or neighbors, sorry, neighbors. You yeah. didn't like that movie. I liked it. I need to. I, I kind of want to rewatch it, but uh, yeah, I, rewatch it. It's weird. It's like, really good. I think we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. Well, we have. I'm sure. We're running out of stuff to talk about. I know we've been doing this for like twenty, twenty two, twenty six years, twenty six years now. So you know, yeah. after a while, it's like how many, how many times can you talk about you know, uh, a, a, your skin pores being big enough that you can stick your pinky finger into it? Yeah. Some people come up to me like, oh, you guys talk about shrimp a lot. And like, eh, we haven't talked about that in years, but that's okay. <laughs> it's been years. You got, it's you, been years. That was, uh, that was Heavy Breather 1.0. Yeah, that was 1.0. Yeah, now we, we talk about uh, Cory Booker selling his, his uh, op- opiate farm that he's, <laughs> that he's got. Cory Booker selling, uh, he's, he's, he's the king of the dark web. Yeah, he's, he, he, he personally delivers opiates to small Midwestern towns with populations of under 500 people and, and gets each and every citizen, uh, populace, population member of this town addicted. Yeah. And you remember when, when people thought that he was going to run 20, uh, for president 2020, like he was a hopeful, and then it's like, oh, he's like a, phar- he's like a pharma guy. He's like Martin Shkreli's favorite. They're they're like uh, they pal around. They they uh, they play that that uh, Wu Tang record together. <laughs> I bet he still is going to run. I bet there's going to be there's going to be like twenty. There's going to be like fifty Democrats. It's yeah. going to be it's it's going to be so annoying. It's going to be Biden, Booker, you know, Pelosi, uh, Warren, uh, Beto. Yeah, Beto. Yeah, all these heroes, yeah. heroes of the neo lib heroes. God bless America. Yeah, they're all running on the same plat- platform. Oh, we're going to reach across the aisle. We have to meet them. Ha- we have to meet them halfway. We have to meet them halfway. You know these these uh, racist creeps. You know these people that that uh, that want to like you know have a, a fourth Reich. We're we're going to meet them halfway. Oh, okay. What's where? Where is that? That's uh, the, over the grave site. Cool. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good meeting point. In, instead of stripping, uh, you, you know, EBT food stamps from a million people, we're just going to strip it from half a million people. This is yeah. bipartisanship. Yep. Kudos. God bless. Reaching across the aisle. Yeah. No, I'm depressed. I don't feel good. 
I just want to give a shout out to all those other people out there who are suffering from mental illness like I am. Anybody else out there? <laughs> I'm dying out. I'm dying in here. No, I don't, I don't think any, I, don't, I don't feel good. I think everyone feels really good out uh, out there. Everyone's yeah. so, you know, the world's just, you know, everyone just sees what's happening in the world and they say, yeah, I feel good. I was taking Zoloft for a while and then I got off that and then now I'm taking a new one called Vibrid. It's, it's got a, a new it's a new pharmaceutical Cory Booker uh, offered it to me. It's got his face on the bottle. It's got, yeah, it's got his face. He's like signing he's signing the uh he's signing a bill. Uh, yeah. He's winking at the camera and you can see it really small in his hand. He's holding an Oxycontin in, his, in between his little fingers. Yeah. No, I'm taking Vibrid now. It's like for anxiety and depression because I have extreme mental illness. Last year has been like a hell for me. Is that weird to talk about? I think it's okay to talk about. Look, people don't feel good in their brains. I, yeah. I don't know what to do anymore. It's hard to make your, your brain feel okay. It just seemed like it was going right, all right for a while and then I have a family and all these obligations and things and I, uh, things get confusing, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't like myself anymore, that kind of stuff. So I appreciate, I, you know, I hope everybody is doing well. If you need help, get help. I'm lucky to have a family and nice people around me who have, have been very nice to me. Yeah. There's no, sh there's no shame in getting help. It's hard though. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird, weird moment. Look, I feel like it, I needed to say it for some reason. Yeah, it's okay. You know, but, you know, the thing is, uh, that's the one good thing about the pharmaceutical industry is, you know, that there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, you can try all kinds of weird uh, medications that they don't actually understand. Yeah. I what can't wait for Lexapro or uh, Prozac. I can't, you know what I mean? I'm just going to keep trying them. Go down the line. They're like, oh, we figured out this this chemical, and it for some reason makes your brain do this certain yep. thing. You oh know? my god! Wait, oh, this is a depression drug, but for some reason it inhibits your proton pump. <laughs> it's like uh, we should just call it a proton pump inhibitor. What should we call it? Hey, Zantac. <laughs> what should we call it? How about Zantac? It's got, got a, a <laughs> it's got a ring to it. Rolls off the tongue nice. Yeah. How about Pepsid? Yeah, or like when they like they invent a drug to do one thing, and they're like, "Oh, it also makes people not want to smoke cigarettes anymore." Yeah. So they they just repackage it as something different and sell it yeah. to you. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Thank why, you. Why not? Thank you, uh, Saxo Klein, Zaxo Klein, and uh, Pfizer. Yep. Go to go to Pfizer dot com. Uh, Procol Harum, Procter and Gamble. Use strawberry alarm clock, chocolate waistband. <laughs> Use offer code heavy breather, ten percent off. Chocolate waistband though, that's is that one of those David Axelrod bands that like he he just like in the sixties there's like all these bands that like had were like kind of quote unquote fake psychedelic bands that ended yeah. up being better than the than the actual psychedelic bands. They were just like they just got studio musicians to make these records that yeah. were like electric classics. The electric prunes are my favorite of those. He produced their first couple records. That's David Axelrod, yeah. Yeah, Axelrod. Those records are amazing, and they're like yeah, weird. They're, they're like Christian themed. They're like singing yeah. about. It's like, uh, yeah, like Gregorian chant inspired, like yeah. psychedelic funk music. It's That's cool. It's good. I Check it like out. That. Check it out. Yeah. Also, that first uh, David Axelrod record is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And then he 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 went on to be uh, the uh, Obama. Like, uh, 
I don't remember exactly what he did, but there's like like the Obama guy is named David David Axelrod. He's like uh he was like the son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the uh he was his like I think he was his press guy or something. Yeah, or something he... like that. Yeah. That's that's a different guy. It's the same guy. He just he had she's had two careers, two oh, illu- illustrious about, careers. You're thinking about Doctor Goodbody, the mm-hmm. kids show guy where he does all the anesthesiologist and he's constantly putting the kids under. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking about? Yeah. Well, that's just another example of a guy that's like does yeah. two things so good. That was my favorite show growing up. Doctor you know Goodbody. I mean? Yeah, Doctor Goodbody, and he's just like, "Come on, kids!" And he's showing you. He's like, "This is the liver. This is the pancreas." And he's got like, and then he would be like, and then he'd put the mask on the kid, and he'd be like, "Now you go under. <laughs> now you go to bed. Sink into night, night time." He was an anesthesiologist. You know, he's like, "I've never killed anybody." That at the end of the show, he always said, "I've never killed anyone." Yep. Yeah. Whenever, and whenever you believed he, him. Whenever he put the the mask on the kid, he'd say, "You know, embrace the darkness," and then they would just slump over. Yeah. He's like, "You won't die." Probably Back in the day They would just do the uh, Chloroform rag Right Yeah that's true That's good enough I mean that you Knocks them out So Would you you, And you would always have to go up From behind Like (laughs) you'd be eating a consultation And they'd go from behind And pull you down Yeah they'd be like Okay we're gonna They they sort of guide you Into the next room They'd be like Okay we're gonna You know Move you into here And then you just walk Into the room And then the person's like Waiting right on the other side Of the door And they just swoop in And Yeah, here's the anesthesiologist, and it's just like a, a guy in tattered clothes <laughs> with, with a rag in his hand. Wait, that's the anesthesiologist? And then, uh, you know. Yeah, they tackle you. He gets from behind somehow. Yep. He gets you. He gets you. Next thing you know, you wake up, and you've, uh, they've, they've uh, operated on the wrong limb. <laughs> you're healed, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're some reason you're, you're, you've only got three fingers left. Yeah. That's life. That is life. Uh, Isn't I guess, it romantic? I guess we're we're done with the show. Yeah, we're done. We're we done did with it. this. Did we shout we'll out see all, you next week? We shout out all our Patreons. We we shout some out some of them. We'll do some more next week. Thank you so much to the people who have subscribed, uh, who are our our patrons on our Patreon. If if you are interested, uh, go to heavybreather.net and there is a donate button. You can get free episode, uh, bonus episodes. Yep, and the like. Andrea or Andrea. Another long, long time supporter. Thank you. Thank you. Heroes. Heroes. You guys are keeping us alive. You paid for my Vibrid. I'm not, I'm not booping you. I, I don't have insurance right now, so I had to go and I had to pay uh, 150 bucks out of pocket for 15 pills just to make it so that I could, so I don't kill myself so I can get uh, when my health insurance kicks in. Jesus. So thank uh, you. Did you sign Andrea. up? For, you signed up. Did you sign up for health insurance? Yeah, finally. Uh, so Andrea, you're paying for my, my, uh, my mind meds. Thank you. Thanks, thank you, and everyone else who's been. There's we have a there's, there's a lot of people that have been we have supporting the show for a long time, and uh, you guys are the best. P- appreciate it. We very much do. I think about you every day. Yeah, that's part of my problem. Too that's much why I'm on those pills. Obsessive. It's upset. It's an obsession. I can't get anything done. I can't <laughs> leave my house. Just thinking about these Patreon subscribers. Yeah, uh, and and of course, thanks to to X Ray for for giving us this. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Thank against you for better judgments. Yeah, th- but our time might be up. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? People have been. I, I wonder because we used to have somebody, you know, who would tell us who was complaining about. If people, we'd get complaints, you know, because people would just come in 
you know, you do turn the radio on and then we'd be saying this stuff and with no context, they would think that we were being either racist or sexist or homophobic or classist or and, the, uh, and then they uh, would uh, have to like actually re-listen and they'd be like ah, eh, well in context it actually makes context. worse <laughs> yes, they were saying actually the opposite That's they were making a point just they uh they just stretched out this their irony a little too long and then yeah someone tuned yeah, exactly. in in the middle somebody tuned in a family a nice family driving from connecticut to uh the seattle area yeah their worldview is shattered they didn't realize shattered people There's, People actually lived like this. Their son is a is a derelict now. <laughs> their son heard their son heard f- ten minutes of it. And now he's a derelict. Yep. God bless him. God bless you, Jimmy. Yep, Jimmy. We're thinking about you. Yep. Uh, and we'll uh, th- happy New Year to everyone. Merry, yeah, happy Merry, New Year. Merry holidays. Yeah, we'll see you next. We'll see you next. Oh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, we'll be back. People hate that. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. See you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.